Can I interest you in another helping of Matt Boldy goals? Well, Detroit may have had their fill. We recap a full weekend of second-line magic today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode, Alex Micheletti joins the show as we recap two big wins for the Wild over the Hurricanes and the Detroit Red Wings. We'll also talk about Matt Boldy's potential to win the Calder Trophy this season. And we will look at some of the recent developments on the trade market for the Minnesota Wild, as well as some other NHL news that uh, made the rounds over the weekend as well. So a packed show for you here today, and today's show is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. You can get in on all the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your veteran captain of the show with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams, and joined by my usual Monday guest, Alex Micheletti. Hashtag Micheletti Monday. Hashtag Victory Micheletti Monday. The Super Bowl is in the rearview mirror, Alex, and now all eyes turn to the hockey world. How's it going, man? Good, good. Uh, it's a fun past couple of uh, games for the Wild, and uh, you know, especially being the Hurricanes, one of the best teams in, in the league, and you know, they just continue to to roll and beat beat everybody. So it's uh, it's fun, exciting times in St. Paul, and you know we'll see uh, have have the boys keep rolling. Um, I want to ask you. So you had the win against the Hurricanes over the weekend, three to two. Had the seven to four win over the Red Wings last night. Which one was more impressive? Was it the fact that the Wilds were able to? as they've done all season, get up and play and get an early lead in a big game and hold it? Or was it avoiding the trap game and uh, being able to shake off the slow start and just bury the Detroit Red Wings? Which one Which one was your favorite? Which one stood out more? Uh, avoiding the trap game, for sure. Um, because, you know, it always it always seems to happen, no matter the sport. You, you take a look, you know, you win a huge, gigantic game and then the next next game you just fall uh, flat on your feet and so that was impressive um for the the, the wild to hang on and uh you know they kind of got a taste of their own medicine there late with uh with the red wings pulling the goalie <laughs> um and pulling it way early um and so um yeah it was it was really nice to see them you know you know just you know stomp on the throats of detroit there late and uh ryan hartman getting getting goal because he had you know he hadn't been scoring a whole lot, so it was nice to see him score. And uh, you know, and you know, the depth, <laughs> depth of this team, just you know, scoring on all lines. Uh, you know, seeing a guy like Freddie Goudreau, um, you know, seven points in the last seven games. So you know, what more can you say about that? And um, yeah, Matt Boldy, <laughs> the Matt Boldy game. 
It was uh, it was quite a weekend for that second line. They had 11 points in the two games, had a four-point night combined with uh, Fiala and Goudreau goals against the, uh, the Hurricanes. And mm-hmm. so you get second-line magic plus a dose of Kirill Kaprizov. Last night against the Red Wings, you get seven points combined from that line, including the Boldy hat trick. Uh, you also get a dose of Kirill Kaprizov with the two goals. And then, and this was this was a fascinating mention by the uh, the broadcast team and that Jewel Eriksson Ek now has nine power play goals this season. And I think they said it was last year. He had three points, three points on the power play the entire season. And now has just become like this just power play menace. And then you get the Ryan Hartman goal. So, you know, a very repeatable formula that we've seen over the last two weeks in that the, that second line just dominates. And then you get a sprinkling of other guys to seal the win. Yeah, we've talked about it, how important it is to have that second scoring line. And, uh, um, you know, with with the uh, call up of Matt Boldy, I mean, he's just completely transformed uh, Kevin Fiala's game and is going to really uh, uh, help uh, Kevin Fiala earn a lot of money this summer. So, um, you know, and uh, Freddie, Freddie Goudreau um, has, has really stepped up his play. Um, you know, he gets um, – a lot of uh, critical, um, you know, <laughs> comments his way and towards his play, um, but he's really played well offensively, and you know what you get from him defensively. So, um, you know, if he just plays, you know, um, mistake-free hockey, that that line can can really do do wonders, and uh, they're they're on fire. And so, um, you know, come playoff time, you know, that's going to be important to to have those guys be on top of their game because, you know, everybody's going to try to shut down Kirill. So, um, yeah, it's, you, know, you love to see, see a second scoring line, uh, rolling too. And, and everybody having everybody's back. Now the hit that led to just the, mm-hmm. the absolute chaos by, by Brandon Duhame is, is one that, you know, you see it happen and you're like, let's, let's not do right. that. But <laughs> Detroit obviously took exception and mm-hmm. Duhame was ready to just fight everybody. He's like, I'll just, I'll take on the whole team by myself. I don't care. But here comes Jordan Greenway with Marcus Felino serving the final game of his suspension. Jordan Greenway gets involved in the fray to, uh, to try to help restore order. And, you know, it's, it's just, we think about all the scoring for this team and, and how much of a factor that plays but you also have to have those guys that are willing to just scrum it up with everybody out there on the ice. And you got Felino, you've got Duhame, you got Jordan Greenway that can uh, can definitely throw down with the best of them too. Yeah, I mean, some of these teams uh, in this conference especially don't really have any tough guys. You look at the Chicago Blackhawks, they don't really have anybody to – to answer the bell anymore um and so yeah um, i tweeted it out earlier in the uh in the game last night uh um you know it doesn't go unnoticed by by teammates when you know jordan greenway is stepping up not only with uh brandon duhame but also when Jonas brodeen got whacked um and so yeah it's 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 really great to see with uh with greenway and uh he's really earning his money right now and uh has has played his best hockey um in the you know the past month and a half so yeah, i'm it's, it's really- I'm glad you brought up Brodeen because uh, the, some of those penalty kill minutes late in the game and just late in the game in general, guy's a freak. Like yeah, he just, just just consistent pursuit 
with uh, whoever it was that was handling the puck for the Red Wings. And, um, you know, we we did the episode, uh, Alexis and I did, about some of the unsung heroes of this team in terms of an offensive standpoint. Brodine and Spurgeon, I don't think they will ever get enough praise for what they do out on the ice. And it was on full display for uh, for Jonas Brodine there in the third period. Yeah, they can do it all. And they just do it. It, it seems like it's effortless, you know, especially for Jonas Brodine. Um you know, no matter, uh, you know, he's usually playing with Matt Dumba and Matt Dumba's out. So, I mean, it, it doesn't matter who he's playing with. He just always seems to to be in the right spot. And, uh, you know, when you have the goalie pulled there and it's just frantic. And, uh, I mean, he was out there for, for, for a lot of the time and, uh, you know, they score after he gets off. So, you know, like you can tell how, how important he was to that penalty kill. Um, and so... Yeah, um, they're going to really, really need him, you know, going the rest of the way. Um, and especially right now with Matt Dumba being out a couple of weeks, it's been reported. Um, you know, Jordy Ben had a really tough game tonight. Um, and so, you know, it, it puts a lot of pressure on Jonas Brodine and, and Jared Spurgeon. And Spurgeon, Spurgeon was great. He had, you know, two assists tonight and played played well defensively um, as well. So um, those two were just rock stars uh, on the back end. Final final piece on the weekend before we move to Matt Boldy specifically. Um, the goaltending again, you know, Capo did give up the four goals, but um, extra attacker at the end yeah. is, is dicey. Can, it was the, I think Brett Marshall tweeted it out, it was the third time that he has given up more than three goals in a game this season out of however many starts he's had. So obviously doing a really good job and it continues, you know, that tandem Talbot started against the hurricanes and was great. Um, and Capo, you know, had a, a ton of good moments after Detroit got off to the two, nothing lead to help the wilds get back in. So goalie tandem continues to, uh, to be a, uh, a an elite, good, great, whatever word you want to use, they, they continue to uh, get the job done. Yeah, it, um, this was an important uh, game too. Um, you know, it shows the confidence that Dean has in Capo to, to not pull him after two early goals. And, you know, I tweeted it out early in the game too. I was like, you know, it was fire wagon hockey early, um, but uh, not, not, to, not to worry because Detroit – um, as they showed, gives up a ton of chances. Um, and so, um, you know, Capo stayed the course and, and kept, kept the, the team in it and, uh, you know, let, let the offense go to work and to score seven at home, just phenomenal. Yeah, that is the, uh, I think Russo said, the fifth time the Wilds have scored seven-plus goals in a game at home this season, which is far and away the tops in the NHL. So, Offense we'll is good. It. They'll take it for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> offense is good. Depth is better. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to get away from using that joke, but at this point I really can't. So um, a great weekend for the Wilds. And, you know, I think if we learned anything from the game against the Red Wings, it's that not only do the Wild have a great second-year player in Kirill Kaprizov, they have another good rookie who may have put himself more into the conversation for best rookie in the NHL. We'll talk about Matt Boldy and where he should be amongst the Calder Trophy candidates next here on Locked on Wild. It is the month of February, and your New Year's resolutions may be out the window. But if you're still trying to look better and eat better, Built Bar is here to help. 
And if you're looking for a little bit of a different variety of Built Bar, try out their Puffs. They are one of the best tasting bars available. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat and covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and right around 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your favorite candy bar with 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. It will have you switching to Built Bar as quickly as you can get your hands on them. And you can get your hands on a 15% off of your order bonus when you head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Once you're done with Locked on Wild, make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Locked on NHL. It's a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked on NHL podcast feed. Olympic Hockey Daily is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. We talked about Matt Boldy before the break with the hat trick, the four-point game, insanity mode, just fully engaged once again. And Alex, if I may, I have the stats of the other rookies in the NHL at this point. Matt Boldy is already tied for 13th in the NHL with seven goals. He's played 13 games. The leader, Michael Bunting of Toronto, has 14 game, uh, 14 goals in 45 games. So he's already shooting up the leaderboard. Trevor Zegers with 12 goals in 43 games. So Boldy has five fewer goals in 30 fewer games. In terms of total points, obviously Boldy... A little bit uh, behind Lucas Raymond, but uh, he is currently, I just saw him, where did he go? Um, He is, now I can't find it again, Uh, there he is, 17th with 14 points. The numbers were moving all over the screen, and I was having a hard (laughs) time with it. Um, He is 17th in the NHL in points as a rookie. Uh, Brandon Duhame, uh, by the way, 19th which uh, I did not expect, so that kind of threw me off. But obviously, some of those top names, your Lucas Raymond, um, Trevor Zegras, going to get a majority of the uh, the love. Moritz Sider as well uh, for... Uh, He's a heck of a player. <laughs> yeah, for the Calder Trophy. But Matt Boldy, imagine where Matt Boldy would be first off mm-hmm. if he wouldn't have been injured to start the season. Because yeah. it was a pretty much a guarantee that he was going to be with the team to start the year. Had he been healthy, but even still, you can't control when he's going to get called up either. So he is lighting it up, and I, I, who's to say with you know the uh, the final portion of the schedule remaining, who's to say he couldn't get to twenty goals as a rookie despite only having you know thirteen games under his belt as of right now? Because there is no slowing down showing in his game whatsoever. No, and him being on the top power play is is huge for him and getting a chance to. Uh, you know, to play with uh, Zuccarello and Kaprizov on the power play. Um, they can, you know, set him up. Um, and, um, you know, he showed it tonight. And, uh, you know, his chemistry with uh, with Fiala and Goudreau is is just phenomenal right now. And so, 
yeah, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him to get multi-point games to, you know, to start racking up uh, points and getting closer to those um, rest of those talented young guys. It's no coincidence either that the Wilds power play has started to really pick up their performance since Boldy became a part of that unit because we saw it on display tonight. Like, as Zuccarello said in the uh, first intermission interview with Kevin Gorg, the guy just has a, a vision for the puck that you really don't see that often in guys. And, you know, whether it be scanning towards the net or back up to the top of the zone, just make some plays that we really don't see outside of Kirill Kaprizov. And maybe he's not quite at the Kaprizov level in terms of that puck vision, but he's he's already near the top of the team uh, in that category. Just he He just is able to anticipate where people are going to be like nobody else. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he can stick up for himself. He plays so well defensively too. And, uh, um, yeah, he's just you know, great, great vision. Um, and, uh, um, he's done wonders for, you know, Fiala, um, and, and getting him set up for, you know, some great scoring chances. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy to think about that, you know, if, you know, if the wild, uh, if the wild don't have that, uh, you know, wake up call against the blues in the winter classic, we might not even see, um, Boldy, um, until even later in the season. And so, yeah, sometimes a, a, a bad loss like that can really, you know, make the GM, you know, ponder a, a move and, uh, you know, great, great move by obviously by Billy G once again, by calling up Boldy and, uh, um, yeah, he's been an absolute difference maker. Yeah. He's been, uh, He's been pretty good, as uh, as Larry David would say. He's been pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, I, you know, the other thing too. Just we're just going to continue to just give give some love. It's it's the day after Valentine's Day now. Technically, still Valentine's Day when we're recording this, but giving some love to Matt Boldy because that move on his first goal, where he right in front of the net. He started one way and he basically slammed on the brakes and turned the other way and went top shelf. Like again, put that up there with any veteran hockey player's move. And that still would be super impressive. Like he just, he plays beyond his years and it's no surprise that the wild thought highly of him when they drafted him because he's got everything you look for in, uh, in a great player in this league. Yeah, I mean, uh, he made a he made a veteran defenseman in Mark Stahl look foolish, who's been in the league for a long time. Uh, you know, even though he's he's not very good anymore, but still, he's been in the league for for forever. And uh, what a pass by Kevin uh, Fiala too. And so, um, yeah, just was just insane. It got got the building rocking, and uh, you know, the boys were trying to feed him for that hat trick the rest of the way um, after his second one. So, yeah, four point night. Uh, it was his coming out party um, and uh, yeah, 14 points in 13 games is, is you know, when you're on a, uh, you know, point per game basis, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's magical. Now, every game that the wild play that that line continues to play the way it is makes more of a compelling argument to just ride with it. Just roll with it. Let, let the thing play out. Let these lines continue to just dominate. Cause even even on nights like the game against the Jets, where they they end up getting shut out a rare occasion, 
that starts to look more and more like an anomaly because even in that game, they still had a ton of chances from the Kaprizov line and others. I mean, it's even me who was so vocally for making a trade is still for making a trade. It's making it really, really hard to keep that opinion. Just every game that this team continues to crush. Yeah, um, you know things things have changed a little bit uh, here with with Vegas. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that, um, but uh, you know with Eichel being able uh, uh, to play starting Wednesday against Colorado and Colorado being uh, you know very interested in Claude Drew, so um, you know it might be one of those things where they're kind of forced to make a deal to keep up uh, in in the West Arms race, uh, you can call it. So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a really tough decision, but, uh, you know, this seems like out of, out of any year to, to, to make a run for it. Um, cause yeah. it seems to be just wide open. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And we will talk about some of the moves. There was a big trade, uh, yesterday that, uh, that happened with the Calgary flames. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Eichel and circumventing the cap, all of that to finish off today's episode of lockdown wild after this. Football may be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all of the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of it at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol hanging out with Alex McLeddy for a victory McLeddy Tuesday. <laughs> I had, I think I said Monday the first time, but it's okay. Um, a lot going on over the weekend in the NHL, and a lot of it pertains to the Minnesota Wild. So we'll start with the Vegas Golden Lightning. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, who activating Jack Eichel. What are they going to do to get under the salary cap? Oh, yeah, we'll just put Mark Stone on long-term injured reserve and magically make that all disappear. I mean, I get that it's there, and there are a lot of people that are saying, you know, for instance, if the Wild had a situation like that, they would have used it or they would use it. I get that. I get that it's there for all teams to use. It doesn't mean that I can't just hate it every time it is yeah it should have been addressed after tampa i mean uh not only did they win the cup but kucherov was the leading uh point scorer in the playoffs um so uh, that tells you all you need um you know it should have been addressed and uh now they're letting a team in the west do it um if vegas wins the cup uh you know the critics will be very critical of gary bettman um it needs to be addressed in this upcoming off season because 
Um, you know, they, they shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't just be able to pick up a you know, an all-star or they traded for an all-star, but they shouldn't be able to just, uh, you know, put one all-star on a quote unquote, uh, a couple month break, um, and then be able to just get him right back for the playoffs and then have both Eichel and stone. Um, so, uh, makes Vegas into pretty much an all-star team. So that's, that's, it's just, it's just wild. It's madness, but yeah. nothing we can do about it. No. Um, the Calgary Flames acquired Tyler Toffoli to bolster their playoff chances, but as things sit at the moment, the Flames are in the second spot in the Pacific Division. They would be the second wild card if uh, if they were to go in the central standings. So they would uh, they'd be fighting for their playoff lives, if not for the fact that they were in the Pacific Division. Is that going to be enough to jolt the Flames and try to get them kind of back on track? Although, as I look at the standings, they are playing much better. Eight and two in their last ten. They've won six in a row. Is that enough of a move to put the Flames back in contender conversation in the Western Conference? I think that was uh, such a brilliant move by Calgary. Um, you pick up a guy in Tyler Toffoli that has played – under Daryl Sutter uh, in LA um, and really thrived um, in that type of system. And, you know, he brought that to, to Calgary. And so they were missing, they were in desperate need of a top six winger. And now they have him on a second line uh, with, uh, with Backland and, and Blake Coleman. And so that really, really helps them get a second scoring line because they, they have a loaded up uh, top line of Lindholm, Goudreau and Kachuk. And so, um, you know, I think Toffoli is going to really help them. He's, he's brilliant on the power play. Um, and so, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't ask for a better, uh, better trade for them. And, uh, I made the joke, uh, early yesterday morning, uh, you know, they trade, they gave up, uh, Calgary gave up Tyler Pitlick. Um, and so <laughs> Montreal now has all the Pitlicks. They have Rem and Tyler um, and Rem's brother, Rhett, is at the University of Minnesota, who was a uh, Montreal Canadian uh, draft pick. So they have two brothers in Rhett and Rem, and then their cousin, Tyler, uh, on, on, the, on the Canadian. So it would definitely be interesting to see, um, you know, if, <laughs> if Rhett can, can make it, you know, to have all three be out there would be pretty cool and just hilarious collecting pit looks like infinity stones that's what yes. i was doing with the the thanos gauntlet putting the infinity stone into place it's just another pit there's your screenshot for the night there we <laughs> go um so that's it's going to be interesting to watch and uh, on the trade topic as well mm-hmm. uh adrian dater huge fan um Yeah, for the Avalanche, uh, you may recognize him from uh, making Nathan McKinnon um, question what was going on at an Avalanche press conference. But anyway, point being, he mentioned that uh, it seems as though Claude Giroux has made his intentions clear that his first choice is to go to the Colorado Avalanche if it works. If not... He puts the Minnesota Wild as an acceptable alternative for uh, potential trades and also the St. Louis Blues, because why not? Um, I mean, it's it's obvious that Colorado should be the top choice because they're the best team in the NHL right now. But yeah. are we... I'm, I'm a little riled up about it. Like, 
Do we want to be the do we want to be the second choice for Claude <laughs> Drew? Is this an angle that the Wild should still um, seriously pursue? Because and of course I'm being kind of facetious there, but um, Avalanche don't have enough to even make a deal happen, do they? No, I, I I'm trying to figure out how they're going to make it work in their cap. Uh, and it's going to take some gymnastics to for them to get that figured out. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sure sure Philly wants a, a guy like Bo Byram or a Gerard, you know, they're going to want a defenseman back probably just because they're so bad defensively. So <laughs> be, uh, be interesting. I, I would think Gerard would be the one to have to go or an Eric Johnson, somebody with a, with a big cap hit on that team. Um, you know, it'd be, be really interesting. We've, uh, uh, we've talked on other, uh, on other um, forms of media, Seth, about uh, um, would, would Chuck Fletcher even want to trade with the wild, um, you know, yeah. after being, being let go by, by the wild um, and all the connections that um, Philadelphia has um, in that organization now with, with the wild. And so that would be interesting to see if, if he'd be willing to do that or not. Um, you know, a, a guy that I've been clamoring for would be Joe Pavelski in Dallas. If Dallas um, starts to, to, to get out of the playoff race, I, I just think he, I think he's a better player than um, Claude Giroux. Um, you know, he might be a little, you know, three years older, but uh, um, you know, this is, this is the, the time to, to try to win a Stanley cup and bring it to a franchise that has no, has no Stanley cups. And um, just imagine, you know, a Stanley cup um, in, in St. Paul, um, you know, our, our state would just go completely bonkers it would be so nice for all the bars and restaurants tom reed uh, deserves it uh and so yeah it'd be just be fantastic yeah there's there's no shortage of people that deserve to see a stanley cup and um you know lou lou nanny at the top of that list just for narrating that winter classic promo video that was just just goosebumps so yes let's let's get one here finally just to finish just a parting shot the Arizona Coyotes set to proceed in a college rink that will have a max capacity of 5,000 people. Oh, boy. I Will they fill it? I don't know. I don't know who has a tougher job, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, social media crew or the Arizona Coyotes crew to just try to say this is a, just a fantastic, you know, idea and move. Uh, uh, it's it's not a long term uh, option. I, uh, the fact that no. they said three years is okay is is something else. Um, you know, I don't even think with uh, when it's ready to go that five thousand will be even available uh, seating capacity for for the NHL and they better hope that they can you know sell um, alcohol at the games you know you never know because it's on the on the college campus there um, it'll be fun for the students if they're able to afford the tickets so that could be an issue too because they might have to jack up the prices if there's only that amount available <laughs> um, it just the picture of that when they were showing it around just it looks like a high school rink um and so you know i was getting tweets all day of saying hey my rink is bigger is bigger than that <laughs> um the san jose sharks ahl team their account said um i think our new rink is is bigger than that so that was 
that was a savage move. I can't believe an actual team account uh, chirped, uh, uh, you know, the Coyotes account. Um, and so it's a really tough scene. Um, they need to get a rink built. Yeah. They, have, they have to get their own. It needs to be 18,000 like the rest of the league. Um, it just it just makes the league look bad. Um, you got players paying escrow to, to the league, and I'm sure they're going to be upset about that. And you want to try to get as much revenue as possible, and just it doesn't seem like a long term viable no. uh, way to go about business. And you know, maybe paying your rent on time <laughs> that would be <laughs> be good too. That might help. Um, it's going to be so weird when they get complaints from the fans that they have to turn the public address speakers down because they're too loud. <laughs> but yeah, it's a tough, tough scenes we'll uh, in Arizona. Yeah, good, uh, good luck with that. Uh, I can't wait for them to start doing like a sellout tracker. Um, or the first, <laughs> the first announced attendance being like eighteen hundred fans. Like, oh boy. Yikes. We don't no. have to do this anymore, but I think that'll do it for today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Hit you with a lot here, but uh, we'll spread it out as the week goes on. Uh, make sure now that your first listen of the day is done to check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full recap of everything going on in the NHL from your favorite Locked On hosts. Lockdown NHL is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just like Lockdown Wild, search us everywhere on both podcast apps and social media keeping you up to date as much as we can on what's going on with the minnesota wild we've got a big surprise coming in the month of march so stay tuned for that all of it going to be fun yes all of it alex knows what's going on so it's (laughs) uh it's going to be a blast so stay tuned for that and uh, just trying to keep you as up to date as we can on minnesota wild everything so that if a puck drops or news drops here in the state of hockey Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.